Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. What episode is this? 14? Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> episode something like that. Um, Duval Branch. Sean Mulcahy. Welcome back. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the... Uh, the 2019-2020 season of professional football, NFL, is over. And also, this is the uh, season finale of Turf and Turnbuckles. Uh, we'll be doing the off-season podcast. Oh, fuck it. We could do it next week. The off-season? Yeah. Yeah, we can do something like that. Whether it's next week or the week after. Yeah. One of the two. You'll be seeing that getting, getting set up within the... Within the next few days, I'll be uh, posting some stuff about that. So, um, if you've been listening, you already know the gist of that show. Off season, a little bit of wrestling, a little bit of football, but mostly just everyday, regular topics, just random funny shit. Me and Sean have a lot of funny random topics aside from football, and um, we gotta get that out. And wrestling, yeah, <laughs> a lot of funny topics that we uh, have interesting conversations about. So I think. Uh, that'll be what the what the people. Would We'd be really doing like. an injustice to ourselves and to all of you if we didn't uncap that bottle. Yeah. <laughs> so we got we got a we got a what is that a like a Cisco album back in two thousand and one? We got to unleash the dragon. If you bleach your hair, <laughs> no, <laughs> I might bleach my hair for the first episode. <laughs> just see me just dancing across a bunch of chicks on the beach. Commitment. Oof. <laughs> Fucking dragon chain. And remember those dragon remember those replica dragon chains that were out and Unreal. Woo. But anyways. We digress. Yes. Uh NFL obviously. Congratulations to the Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City uh Missouri yeah. Chiefs. Fucking Trump. Nah. <laughs> I mean Good guess. Educated guess. Listen. He didn't say goddamn New York. Listen, I'm he not, didn't say Kansas City, New York. I'm not I'm we we're not gonna get too political, but I will say this is if you are president of the United States, you gotta know geography. Google dude, Google it. If you have a Twitter who the fuck don't know that Kansas City ain't in Missouri? Him? Who who yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You that, the only motherfucker. That Oompa Loompa spray tan looking motherfucker. Oh. MAGA bitches. We'll, we'll, we'll get on to that more on the... Uh, off season. On the off season. But, yes, Kansas City, Missouri Chiefs. Um, Andy Reid. Well deserving. Yeah, well deserving of a Super Bowl for uh, Andy Reid. The whole team. I mean, we were predicting this like, you know... Three years ago, per se, that, you know, once we've seen the first showing of Mahomes, like, in week 11 or week 10 or something like that, what the future foretold, and then the following year, he became the starter. You picked him to win. I didn't pick him to win. Yeah. I thought San Francisco was the more complete team, and I thought they had... They didn't have that... And what what made me realize that Kansas City was honestly going to come back in that game uh, wasn't just the Sammy Watkins touchdown, but it was the... People were thinking like, oh, 11-point lead going into the fourth. Like, that's going to be enough. That's not enough to hold down. And, and Clearly that, didn't matter. No. And people thought that that was going to be enough. Oh, and now there's a whole special going to be made about the Kansas City Chiefs playoff run being mm-hmm. down down 20, down 10, One thing down I, 11. Like, it didn't matter. They came back and they won. One thing I do want to talk about in reference to the Super Bowl is the MVP award. A lot of people were upset that Mahomes got it. 
Um, it's the sexy pick. It's understood. I it's the comeback. It's it's what he, he. It's one of those ones where if the Niners won, Garoppolo was going to get it. If the uh, if the Chiefs won, it was gonna, they were going sexy picks. I'm yeah. not saying it was going to be right on either side. Yeah. Pat Mahomes was definitely number two. As far as for MVP. Damian Williams was Damian the Williams yeah, was number one. Yeah. I talked about Damian Williams all year. He got hurt in the beginning of the season. Yep. And had a hard battle back. Uh, McCoy covered for him a little bit in the backfield. But not you had you, you had two guys this year, I would say, as far as uh, NFL goes, that you were really pushing for. And not just for fantasy points, but just like a fan of the game. And that was Damian Williams and Kenny Galladay. We'll get into Galladay on, on another topic, but... I remember you always saying, you know, Damian Williams, you know, like he's killing it, and then he got hurt. He got hurt, and it sucked to see him get hurt because yeah. you knew that he he's one of those guys he wanted to get out there and he just and put up. You numbers. saw the whole midseason move from McCoy, and then you're like, okay, this is going to make sense. And shout outs to him for getting what, the ring, too. But what, yeah, I like that McCoy got a ring. He yeah. deserves it. McCoy and Watkins. He got dicked over hard in Philly. We could talk about that shit all day. Dude, we could talk about them both getting dicked over in Buffalo, too. Yeah. Watkins and McCoy. And yeah. I'm glad to see they both got it. Yep. But again, going back to Williams, he just even the transfer when he got healthy, it just wasn't it wasn't smooth. It felt like there was something wrong when they were trying to transition that run game. Mahomes then got hurt with his kneecap twisting the wrong side. Some weird shit. Did they you, came back from a lot of stuff to win the Super Bowl. Did you see the gesture that I say uh, that about a team with less than two losses, but <laughs> or less than three losses, but still they came through a lot. Did you see the gesture that um Andy Reid made sure happened? As far as the Super Bowl goes, he um, reached out, I guess, to the owners of the team or president or whoever, and um, they sent the championship ring to Alex Smith. Did they? Yes. That's choice. I thought that that was amazing. And, and they note. sent them a note that said, thank you for everything you did while you were here and hope to see you return back. Every time he was at the podium and they talked about stuff about Mahomes, he, he kept saying the same thing, and I could probably quote him. I keep making the same joke, even though it's not really a joke, but Patrick cannot ever pay back Alex Smith for all the things that he pe- taught him when he came into this league. Yeah. He will never, ever, ever be able to repay Alex him, Smith, and I won't be able to repay Alex him. Smith was never really a bad quarterback. He was never a bad quarterback. It was his situation, and, you, and I don't know if you know this or not, but when he was in San Fran for all that time, his first six years in the league... He had six different offensive coordinators. How does a guy can't. get chemistry? He can't. And then he finally hit gold. He got hurt and got replaced. And then well, when he finally went to San Fran, but I'm saying he finally found gold in San Fran. And like like you just said, he got hit. He got, he Kaepernick hurt. came in. Kaepernick came in. Capitalized off that. He no, was hot. no alliteration intended. Just like uh, his coach said, you stick with the guy that's hot. Yep. And they got to the Super Bowl because yep. of it. Who knows if Alex Smith would have won? Alex Smith goes to Kansas City and he kills it. And then transfers all that. Doesn't knowledge. throw doesn't throw a ton of touchdown knowledge. passes, but he has good seasons. Yeah. You know, he had he had good team. He had he had good players there. And then he gets traded to Washington, and I hate to. As a Dallas fan, yeah, I didn't like that. As a football fan, I said, "Well, that's because he gets sneaky wins." If you're gonna replace getting rid of, uh, you like that. Cousins. Cousins in Washington, hell of a pick, getting Alex Smith like that. Where do you That's see... That's why, again, do, I think I talked about the ESPN Project 11 thing coming up about Alex Smith. I really hope he gets back out there. Where do he you, almost lost his motherfucking leg. Where do you see him going? Carolina. I think... You think... Okay. I mean, but it's all about... 
I'm glad you brought up Carolina. I say Carolina way. because their owner is looking for like that razzle dazzle, and they would go about like the story the right way. But I don't know if he actually fits like the offense. Well, but I also do, don't know anything about. All their you gotta offense. do is get the ball to McCaffrey. I don't apparently. know anything about their their new quarterback. I don't know. I mean, their coach. I don't know anything about him. Rule. I don't know nothing about him. Okay, so uh, real quick, um, the last three years, I'm gonna give you his, and that's why. Well, just tell me, is he like a passing coach? I'm not even. Is getting, he a running coach? I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna get into the as I consider the semantics. I'm just going to get into the nitty-gritty of it. His last three years in college, his first, uh, 20, was it, uh, 17, uh, he went 7 and 9. All right, or, or like, it was like 7 and something, it was like, it was a shitty record. Middle of the boat. Like 7 and 5. Yeah. Uh, next season, he goes like 10 and 3. And then his final season at Baylor, he goes like one game loss, top 10 rank. That's not enough for me to give a guy seven years, $60 million to coach a team. You got $40 million less than John Gruden, who's established and has a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, and has been sitting watching the game for 10 years. Right. I Just mean, got back. They needed to make a change. I don't think it's the right change, and it was probably too long a change. But how is he? As, does he is he a running coach, passing coach, defensive coach? I'm going to give you the realest answer, Sean. I don't fucking know. And you know enough about it <laughs> and, you should know. And and I'm going to tell you straight up. So then I don't know if that's a smart pit move. What, you know. what I've seen in the last three years as far as win-loss ain't that impressive. 60 mil over seven years. I ain't never heard of this motherfucker. I don't know who this motherfucker well, I did not. I did not know who this motherfucker was. And I watched college football and I should have known who the head coach of Bell was. Whoopty shit. But... For me to say $60 million. Million dollars? Like, come on. <laughs> 60, you get 40 mil. You get 40 mil less than Gruden. And Gruden don't need 100 mil nope. over 10 years. That's too much fucking for a coach. As soon as I saw that, I was like, man, I'm glad we went with Mike McCarthy. Yeah. None of this new shit. And what you guys are ultimately going to end up doing. And I'm going to come back to... Um, well, we're going to talk about all the coaches and where they, what's going to happen with everybody in the offseason stuff. Well, I'm going to come back to the Panthers uh, in, a, in a minute because I want to talk about something there. And uh, I had a revelation there. But <laughs> as far as Dallas goes, I do believe that you guys are going to put the franchise tag on deck. And um, I said this the other day, and I saw it somewhere else too. Which always happens to me. Um, this is a. Let me see if this works out, or if this is gonna work out. Kind of year for Dak Prescott, Mike McCarthy. Yeah. This is going to be the test. This is going to be the first date. You know, there's whispers about trading Dak. And yeah. Getting Tom. And I think uh, I heard that too. I, I I heard about the whole. Tom Brady getting traded. Uh, I, well, I don't know how I'd feel about that. Sign and trade kind of deal. I'll tell you right now, if I could still meet one guy in a dark alley, even if he's wearing the jersey for the Dallas Cowboys, it's still Tom Brady. Yeah. I'd beat the shit out of that man. But Street fight rules. This is Mike McCarthy. Keys between the knuckles. This is Mike McCarthy because <laughs> <laughs> it's... Tr- that's, that, that's brutal. But um, I think Jerry Jones is kind of like... Saying to himself, "I don't want to. I don't want to put this decision on me. So let me put it on the guy who I brought in to get the job done, and that's Mike McCarthy." 
So if Mike McCarthy goes to Jerry and Jones, that's bullshit. Because if you're going to be the owner, of the but you know what's going to happen. But you know, moves. but you know what's going to happen because they gave McCarthy all this money, and Jerry has faith in him because he's won the championship within the last decade. Well, he's got two months to figure it out. And if him and Dak aren't on the same page, come because it was very shaky for uh, Aaron Rodgers and what's his name, his head coach. Um, and Green Bay at the beginning of the Le year. Fleur. And then it started clicking, and then you see those guys getting along now. If they don't... Click in my dick. He started doing what he... Aaron Rodgers started doing what he wanted to do. I'm talking Ford about... I'm talking, kind of molded to I'm, it. I'm, said, I'm, I'm not going to break this down, but it, so I might as well ride but, this fucking... But they had to get to that point. And what I'm saying is, is if they don't get to that, they don't break that threshold, like... LaFleur, like look, whatever Mike McCarthy wants to do, Dak Prescott. I hope, do. I hope that they get along. But so if what? but if McCarthy goes to Jason Garrett at the end of next season and says, "Better with Tom Brady," and says, "This motherfucker up out of here," then he can get along better with Tom Brady. I don't think you make a move and get Tom Brady for two, three years. From what I've heard, Mike McCarthy's a dickhead coach. That's what I heard. But is he a dickhead or does he just want to fucking win? If he's a dickhead you, and he wins, it, de- it, it depends on how it comes off. If you're a dickhead and you win, it doesn't matter. Because everybody I'll knew. I'll go right to Ditka. Because Ditka was a dickhead, but he won. But everybody knew that it, it wasn't going to come down to Aaron Rodgers and McCarthy either leaving. They already knew who they were keeping. It wasn't, I'm going to keep McCarthy and get Aaron Rodgers the fuck out of here. Because no. Yeah, we're going to get rid of him. The talent always stays. We're going to get rid of Aaron. But if the talent is the reason why the games aren't being won in the clutch, hence Dak Prescott, if it happens this upcoming season, like if he's put in place to win and execute properly and he doesn't, and we're all sitting back saying, you know, what the fuck is Dak doing? Why is he playing like this? A lot of people are going to say, oh, well, it's a new coach. It's a new system. It's all new coaches, everything like that. And then the other half are going to be saying, oh, it's Dak uh, being exposed for the quarterback that he really is. I think Dak Prescott's a hell of a quarterback. I think he's pretty good. Do I think he's ultimately going to finish his career in Dallas? No. Hmm. And it's not because of Mike McCarthy. It's just because Jerry Jones is growing very impatient. And we've seen this before. Way more with years Jerry. behind him than there are. Yeah, he's, yeah. And, and Jerry Jones is a, if the Dallas Cowboys don't do it this year, and Dak Prescott ends up having a pretty decent year, but they don't get to where they need to be or where they should be, Jerry Jones is looking for a quarterback in the draft the following year. And there's some guys coming out that's going to be some, that's going to do some shit. That boy from Clemson, that Trevor Lawrence, he's coming out not this year, next year. And teams are looking at him. He's the next coming, dude. He's like Manning, Brady, Breeze. Like, they're putting him right there. He's got the long hair. He looks like a fucking Native American Swedish girl. <laughs> You know what I mean? He's just, he's got the look. Like, he just, and if I'm Jerry Jones and this Dak Prescott shit don't work out with this franchise tag, I'm looking to see what I can give away and give up to move up and get him. I'm not wasting my money on this Tom Brady bullshit where he's already 45 years old. We don't know what we're really getting, regardless of the offensive line. He needs to line. sit back and be an owner and not a GM. I've been saying that for almost 10 years. But, but you know Jerry ain't going to do that. And his son probably ain't going to do it either but if his son gets in charge. In his old age, I think his son is smarter than him. Uh, That's just me. It's just me. Just my opinion. That it, as soon as Jerry's not in charge, it's going to be... Uh, what's his son's name? I want to say Mike, but that ain't right. No, 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 no. It's um, Jerry and Jimmy? I'll look it up afterwards. It's a common name, but it's I can't think of it. It doesn't make a but difference. But that, that as could, soon as he becomes owner, then he'll put the responsibilities of GM on somebody else. Yeah. 
And it works out better that way. Hopefully. It's just what team in the Super Bowl era has had an owner and GM win the Super Bowl? I'll wait. Kraft for a little bit. Yeah. And then he gave it up. For a little bit. Yeah, then he gave it up. And the other answer is Jerry. Yeah. That's it. Jerry, three times. Oh, no. Should have only been two. Whatchamacallit was doing it in New York. Coughlin. All right. Tom Coughlin. Yeah. So, there's other people, but it doesn't work successfully all the time. Right. Spread the job around. But uh, we'll talk more about a lot of that stuff on the offseason. You well, said you wanted to say one more thing about the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, just real quick before we get into wrestling. Um, I got a Cam Newton prediction alert. Keeps changing who he's saying Cam Newton's going to. And I would say it's somebody, it's, it's somebody that you I said. I would say Cam Newton's going to Tampa Bay for four months. I just want that known. It's not. Go it's, ahead. Not, it's not Tampa. I know that's what you say. Let's listen. Bated breath. Indianapolis. Humbly, shut up. Yeah. I said. That's a good fit for him. How many years ago that? I know what you, you said. We'll see a black quarterback's face on the side of that but stadium. They, but, but that but I'm in the ground. That's null and void now, though. That's bullshit. Because when Jacoby Brissett was there this year, they had him on a couple of the flyers and shit in the program for the game. They him to be a starter. I it know, just kind of happened. I know that, but guess what? If they knew a year ahead that Andrew Luck was leaving, you're telling me that Brissett is the starting is the backup quarterback. I'd made that face too. You can't see it on a podcast. But I don't you know. Just made a face. That's, I don't know. that's a scary thought because the answer know. is no. The same reason he had he had just as much same height. reason he, he we had, don't have more than three he, black coaches. He had is the same reason that that shit won't happen. He had just racism exists in this league. He had just as much hype. Why he had just as much hype as Garoppolo. 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 <laughs> Garoppolo. Whatever. Sexy Jimmy G. He had just as much hype as uh, as him coming out of that Patriots system. And people were like, yo, he might be the next one. So I think that they were looking at it as like a pocket quarterback kind of situation. But Cam Newton, people keep saying Chicago. It's not you home said work. Chicago. I, I said, For a while you said I Chicago. Said, I said it makes sense because they don't have anywhere else to go. Dude, when I first but, said... Cam Newton to Tampa Bay, you said Chicago, and you were on it. You were in. Yeah. We make a podcast. We and then, go back and listen. And then, and then guess what? Jacoby, I'm listening. That was before Jacoby Brissett showed his injury proneness. You're saying everybody's name wrong. It's Brissett. Brissett. <laughs> At least I know the names. You're like that black guy, number 52. I Sean, know. that's like 80% of the linebackers in the NFL. And that's unfortunate. He's on the Chargers, practice squad. 70% of the league is black, and you got how many? It's More year, than that. You're the black quarterback. I was being generous yeah. to my folk, but fine. You yeah. want to be real? 90% of the league is black. I don't even know no niggas named Jacoby anyways. <laughs> Just him and Jones. That's it. But anyways, Cam Newton... It's either going to be Chicago or Indianapolis. Those are the two Look, teams. he's back on the Chicago train. No, it's, it makes... He got off and then realized he got off the I'm not stop and no, said, I got to go back. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm busting your balls. It makes, it makes sense for him to go to Chicago. It makes sense for him to go to Tampa Bay. Why, though? In the division, so you got spits and secrets from the other team. That's the first, that's the first thing. What's-his-face is a lovely, lovely quarterback whisperer, they like to say. But he likes a challenge. And he likes somebody with talent. And he went out there and said that he could do it better with anybody because his quarterback thinks he's great throwing 30 for 30 and he's not shooting an ESPN film. Joke's been made, but it's true. 
It's not gonna work. You say this. He still gotta watch go, what happens. He still gotta go through. Watch he, what happens. He still gotta go through Drew Brees if he's there. Who? Cam. Cam. That's a division. What the fuck does he care? He thinks he's better than Drew Brees. I don't think he thinks he's better than Drew okay. Brees. Okay. Have you seen him come out? We're 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 his flamboyant Mr. Peanut look. He's looking at. He's, he wears bonnets. He's looking at. <laughs> He's looking at where he could win more. What division could he win more in right now? It's not up to him. Where he goes is he gets traded under contract. Yeah, but they're not going to trade him within the division. Oh, a a right. healthy Cam Newton? You're right. They won't do that. They won't. They got their, Quarterback, no. They got their defensive veteran retiring if they sign 10 there, years that's earlier thing. than anybody expected. Who? Keekly. They got him retiring out of nowhere. Right. They got their running back. Has got, it feels like all his motivation went out the window. Greg, Olson, some, Greg some, Olson's gone. He's gone. Right. Cam's... Wait, wait, what's... There's nothing happening there. Nothing happening there. Tell me why Indy wouldn't work out. And don't do the... Besides and, the race card? And, 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 yeah. Besides I'm talking about... Card? I'm talking because it clearly... Doesn't seem to work for Because Kelly Brissett, why not? I don't know, man. Who's their running back? Marlon Mack. Okay. All pro. So you... And their offensive line. Stout. Yeah. Wide receiver core. I guess it's not Incredible. that Incredible. They, have, the, they have two tight ends. All of the league is going to be Two tight ends that are pro bowlers. Two tight ends that are pro bowlers. going to be trying to transfer to a mobile quarterback league. Everybody is. So it's not going to be hard to make that move, but. And he ain't trying to. Listen. Chicago makes sense. Chicago makes sense, but at his age, does he? And I thought about it. Indy is a dome. Does he really want to play in that outside cold ass Chicago weather? You was in Chicago. You remember how cold you told me it was? Crazy cold. Right. Stupid cold. And that was in the middle of the summer, right? Yep. Yeah. I packed shorts like an idiot. It makes sense to trade him to Chicago, but does he? But he might have it in his contract where he can block a trade to a certain place. I don't see him blocking a trade to Indy. Cause that's a, I mean, T.Y. Hilton is like the most underrated wide receiver in the game. He is. At his age. He's filthy. At his age. I agree. I'm saying most underappreciated wide receiver in the league. If you don't talk about just that age group, is Larry Fitzgerald. But He's not that old, T.Y. I know. That's why I said yeah. for his age, because T.Y. is at that age where yeah. it's he's, un, he's undeniable. Yeah. Right now, it seems like he's undesirable. He doesn't have anybody throwing the deep ball. Maybe Cam Newton could be that guy through the deep ball. But does he? Because half the problem with him when he wasn't hurt was that he wasn't able to throw the ball. Yeah, he, right had, he had no fucking line in Carolina, too. I'm not saying that he did or didn't, but part of the problem, like I said, was that he wasn't able to throw that deep ball for a little while. Mm-hmm. And they were relying on the run game, not him. I just. He's going to want Christian McCaffrey was getting numbers. He's going to go to somewhere where there's defense, too. And I know Tampa Bay has some okay guys on defense, like. They have an this older... may be our hot topic discussion all off season until he finally goes somewhere. Yeah, because I feel like this has been something we've been talking about. This has been, but they're saying and that, I'm sticking but, with what I'm they're sticking saying. With. But they're saying like, and they're saying on TV now like you're obviously saying uh, Tampa yeah, Bay. It's people warm. are saying Chicago. People are saying Indy. But I'm hearing another team floating around. I'm not going to spend too much time on this because we want to like the rest of Evans too. But, from what I understand, but I'm also hearing that he likes LA and the Chargers. I mean, Kemp, that's the perfect city for him with his fucking bonnets and shit. probably the best answer you've given. My man showed up with a babushka on. I just said before, a bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that people say you got to be in your 
Cam was sporting that with a bow tie. Mm. <laughs> uh, LA's perfect. It's LA is the best answer you've given besides all the other ones. But Philip Rivers also says he's not going anywhere. I said Philip Rivers said. So it's all about management. To quote Pat McAfee, Philip Rivers is probably going to end up retiring because old white people go to Florida to retire. <laughs> That's what Pat McAfee said. He goes, when you're an older white guy and you move to Florida with your family, that means that you have retired. He goes, that is that is like a well-known fact throughout professional Time sports. Time detector is over. Black Sox metal detector, call it a day. I just get up on it. Look, the man's got what eight kids? I think like eleven, something like that, right? He has like Pat Sajak, and they and if he retires this year or this off season, they still got to pay him for the next year. Philip Rivers has sex to every sperm is sacred by Monty Python. (laughs) I know you don't get that because you're black and you're not about the Python, but. That's an old school joke. I know about the Holy Grail a little bit, but yeah. I know. But this is from there's a movie they made called the, the Meaning of Life, and stupid Christian, not stupid, but the one family they had like a fucking hundred kids because it's they believe that every sperm is sacred, and every time you have sex, if you spill seed, you're gonna go to hell. So they don't do that. So they keep having sex, and then they're singing a song, big musical number. Every sperm is sacred. Every sperm is great. That was the joke. I explained it. I may have ruined it a little bit. Duvall's not laughing. <laughs> Monty Python were a bunch of old English dudes. It's not. It wasn't black people humor. I'm sorry, Eddie Murphy didn't come around until. No, I'm kidding. Richard Pryor didn't come around until. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just. Pitching. I'm only half kidding. I'm trying to figure out what Paul Mooney would say. If you oh, were. Paul Mooney. He was probably out before. Uh, but anyways, uh, move point. Yeah, yeah. Into some uh, some wrestling, t- <clears throat> some turnbuckles. I'm gonna start the way I always start about the WWE. Trash, stealing gimmicks from other companies, the whole whipping and all that stuff. The Daniel Bryan and the Fiend storyline. Well, before, before Goldberg gonna fight the Fiend. Before we dog uh, food making me want to throw up watching other fucking shows. NXT starting before to get we go slow into with the their cadence. Before no, the, I won't let you stop me. WWE is a mess. They're losing money hand over fist. I hate to see people losing jobs. But these motherfuckers need to get their shit together because we don't want to watch it. Before we talk about the bad, that's obvious. Because I want to talk about that that uh, shit that's developing with their pay-per-view rights. But They're also making all their female wrestlers lose a bunch of weight for no fucking reason. That's disgusting. But go ahead and continue. Let's talk about the good. Right now, I'm digging... It's a short list. It's a short list, but... <laughs> I'm really digging the uh, the whole Miz and Morrison tag team thing that they're doing. It's they're setting them up to win the belts at Mania, which I think that they, they predictable. They were a very dominant tag team. They were one of my favorite tag teams, heel wise, as far as uh, that era where the tag team division was pretty. It was it wasn't as great, but they gave it relevancy. I believe as I far as the tag it, team, I never took it seriously because I knew it was just. Only made because Eminem got hurt. Right. Well, but it worked. Morrison didn't get hurt, but Mercury but it, got but hurt. Back when more, back when Miz used to wear the shorts. Yeah, it worked. Like it was that was a good team. It worked for him. Yeah, Miz I, was dressed like the Motor City Machine Guns. Back yeah, then. yeah, exactly. That's one hundred percent what it was. They had the same gimmick. Uh, it's predictable. 
if the heel turn finally happens for New Day with it, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. I think the people would be happier with Big E turning, but if they do the Kofi Kingston thing, I think that'd be disappointing. They seem to be on the track of give the people what they want right now. Mm-hmm. Because there's alternatives. Yeah. Because I can change the fucking channel. Because I can change the channel, these dudes are worried. Because I can stop recording on DVR NXT, which I did, and I only find out about it from internet the next day. It, hey, we need to do something. We need to change our game. We need to figure out what's going on. Oh, speaking of figuring out what's going on, the WWE reportedly is in the process of selling their pay-per-view rights, and WrestleMania 36 this year, ladies and gentlemen, might just be on Fox. Really? Yes. Uh, they're selling their pay-per-view rights. They did not specify to who they were selling them to. Um, the people who were recently fired at WWE for the creativeness were actually the people who were the key components in the network being a thing. Damn. Uh, so Vince is thinking about getting um, rid of a lot of the stuff or maybe watering it down to something a little bit more simpler. But as far as pay-per-views... Um, it's to the point now where they're pretty much saying people aren't even paying nine ninety nine or signing up for a free trial to watch our shit. So let's put it on a major free news network uh, like Fox that we have an agreement with, and let's put a pay per view or two on there. So we might get WrestleMania thirty six, maybe thirty seven on Fox, but as what I understand right now, that they're going to be probably announcing that to the folks within the next month. Um, I think that that's going to be a very smart move. We've never, I, I mean, has there ever been a WrestleMania on, on TV back in the day? Or was it always like a satellite TV kind of thing? I'm pretty sure that it was on regular television, the first one or two. Yeah. And then this technology. Three was the big one, and I think that's when they started pay-per-view. Yeah, okay. So Don't quote me on that. No. I'm totally wrong. We, well, you know, we can actually look that I up. I was born the same year as WrestleMania. So, like... So, we can look that up to when the first WrestleMania started going on pay-per-view. We could actually look that up afterwards. And we can talk about that stuff on yeah. another... But, I think that as far as... They would break records with viewers with WrestleMania on Fox. They would break records as far as people would tune in because it's free. Who the fuck doesn't have channel fifty six or five or wherever, wherever your whatever your Fox fifty six news station channel is? I think you're looking at it from an angle of people that don't already watch wrestling. If you look at it from the majority of people who watch television, watch wrestling. Yeah. So if you look at it from that angle, showing the people that okay, we're just going to put it on regular TV, makes it look like what it is. It makes it look like. The McMahons are trying to pour water out of a boat with a bucket. Yeah. And that's what it looks like. And if they're... I don't know if the talks about this stuff were already in before AEW or anything like that. AEW has been in talks of happening for a year and a month. Or a year and a week. Whatever it is. And it's definitely made that... We keep talking about it and alluding to making references to the product is changing because there's other options. It's becoming so apparent that they, all these moves are being made, and it's it's real quick. Yeah, it's like a fire sale, and we're gonna we might get Goldberg versus Riddle. We might get uh, Sting. They're talking to Sting because Sting said he might go. I'll go wrestle for AEW. Clear me for another match. It's nuts. It's well, people are gonna be coming out of the woodwork doing two. the same things. Hogan. What if Hulk Hogan says AEW might let me wrestle a match? 
let me wrestle. Apparently, somebody might die. Apparently, none of his doctors clearing nothing. No, nobody's clearing anything. Yeah, but um, I was just making to add on to the whole Kevin Nash. There's a good one. He could he could possibly wrestle again. Yeah. So what if he says the same thing? I want a million dollars. Oh no, we're not gonna. I'm gonna AEW. They'll give me a million. Oh, we'll give you two. (laughs) It's probably gonna happen to a lot of guys that way. That's what it feels like's happening. And it feels like, because you see all these people getting second names on the indies, yeah. registering all their stuff, and people well, aren't happy. You saw what else is going on with WWE, possibly. Why? Vince Vince might sell it to uh, Jeff Bezos. I heard possibilities of selling Amazon. it. Amazon. I hear everything that we're talking about hinges on XFL. What's going to happen with the XFL? Is the XFL going to make a turn this successful, time? Successful first weekend. That's what everybody's saying. Three point three million. Sorry, we didn't talk about the XFL. We were talking well, about football. Just, just to touch on it transition real quick. with WWE. Like. Just to touch on it real quick because it is WWE related because it is Vince. He I like seeing it. a lot of those players out there. It's a um, contradictory feeling as to wrestling because they're giving guys with second and third chances for football, but when it comes to second or third chances with wrestling, they won't touch them with a fucking ten foot pole. But as Duvall's trying to say, three point three million viewers. Not bad. First game. Not bad. Um, average this weekend, just under 3 million Saturday and Sunday combined. People love It was good games. Andrew Luck's father is the president. They know what they're doing. Uh, I personally like the kickoff. The kickoff is the biggest seller. Pat McAfee announced the whole game. Talking to the players as soon as the play is over. Uh, being able to hear the coach talking the quarterback's helmet. There are a lot of things. But they're like. also getting endorsements, though, from people outside the league. Like, Troy Aikman was there yeah. at one of the games today. You know, walking. Because he likes seeing that stuff. He yeah. likes seeing the guys like, who didn't get any more it, shots. It looked like, and I watched, I didn't watch a whole game, but I watched a lot of most of the games that were on TV this weekend. Because I, I'm not going to lie, I completely forgot it was on this weekend until like I was seeing it on Facebook. And I'm like, oh, shit, XFL, football, ha-ha, you know? <laughs> We're so used to no football after the Super Bowl that it's but um transitional. Watching the games is it's gonna be successful this time. <clears throat> and I want it to be. Not saying that we I want need it to be it successful for the same reason that I wanted AEW to be successful. Not, because not, I like there to be something to fucking compete with. Here's the thing though, we don't need an alternative from the NFL, but it's cool to have one. Whereas the WWE, like, yeah, we needed an alternative. That's not the same re- the same reason. AEW, you yeah. what I'm saying? Though? Like, yeah, like we, they, we, there's we the alternative, alternative for but wrestling. Not, not that we needed the alternative for football. That's not the comparison no, that, I was trying to draw. No, I know that. I'm just what saying I'm trying we, to we say don't is need it. The benefits from this, as we're with AEW, yeah, we're going to get better matches out of WWE because of AEW. We're going to get better rule changes out of the NFL from because this. of this. We're going to get better that athletes. kickoff rule, that, like, that, that works. Yeah, that's cool. For anybody shit. who doesn't know the kickoff rule, it's each team lines up. You line up on your own. The receiving team lines up on your 30-yard line. The kicking team lines up on their 35-yard line. They're only five yards apart. The kicker kicks off from the same spot he would in the NFL game, and the receiver's back in the same spot. The ball is kicked. Nobody fucking moves until the receiver gets the ball. Obviously, this gives the kicking team a slight advantage because they see the guy get the ball, whereas the defenders do not. This encourages no speed to where you can't fucking kill yourself or somebody else on these hits. It encourages runbacks for big plays and encourages uh, just getting better distance than you would on, a say, a fair catch 
What do you get now in the league? 25? You get on a 25-year line? Um, I believe if it's a fair catch uh, or if it's like a touchback, it's a as far as a punt, yeah. I think it's on the 20 now. Is it the 20? Yeah. So what you're getting on the 20, you do it this other way. As long as you get back to where your defenders are, you're getting 30 yards. So it's we're getting better games. Touchback on touchback on kickoffs are twenty five. Touchback on punts are twenty. Yeah, and everything. I, I'm still confused about some of like the field goal options. Like you can kick for one, kick for two, from different. I like that. You can different even go spots. for a three point play, ten yards out. I like it. It's let's different. win the game. Fuck it, we're down three. Or we're down two. We can do it. All right, let's we're, win the game. Right I'm here. more confident in my run game than I am in my special team. So I, why can't I do this? I also like, and I know we're talking about XFL, but I also like seeing the former guys. Guys like Cardell Jones, Landry Jones, a lot of the quarterbacks, a lot of players out there, like a lot guys of familiar faces. who deserved another shot, but because there are better, more talented guys coming up and there's only so many mouths to feed as far as the NFL goes, these guys didn't have a home. Yeah. And because of that, that's, that's what the most endearing part of the XFL was the first time it came around. And I was, I was chanting for it back like then. I saw... Sammy Coates out there. And I rooted for the Dallas team back then. I'll root for the Dallas team now because I root for the Cowboys. Guy played on the Steelers a couple seasons ago. Steelers always have a decent receiving core. He's the odd man out. Can't find a job in the league. There you go. Some of these guys... I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it, but it's also... I don't... don't, I'm worried because it's Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon just knows how to fuck things up. But he also... This, this could Jerry be a blessing for him, though, because WWE's tanking a little bit right now, so XFL's picking up, WWE's going down, it might help him. He's losing a lot of money all over the place. Yeah, but we'll see what happens with him. Uh, switching gears a little bit to I'll t- ROH, I didn't get to see too much of this week. We saw a little bit of uh, Roosh and his brother's faction coming up with Kenny King. Uh, nothing too more... Their storyline is pushing with the whole swapping back and forth with NWA. NWA, I haven't watched as much either myself, but they are on a roll. They're definitely, they're coming along. They're coming to their own. Yeah. The same as AEW People are digging the, and if you haven't watched NWA Power with three R's. It's a real 80s. Yeah, like if you love 80s, early 90s wrestling shows on Saturdays and, and shit like that. Growing up, like like we all did. That's the lighting. It's the whole feel. Yeah, like thing. it's the it's the presentation, the um, how they have live promos, like off to the right, like where Flair would be, like like on the stage, <laughs> offset, Woo! just flipping out, and you hear the audience, <laughs> like right there, live audience going off, like, and it's like a small venue too. Like it's almost it's smaller than the NXT crowd. Yeah, like it's 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 tight little. It most definitely is because there's only like one side of it, and yeah. it's only. It looks like a small high school stand. But I would tell everybody, yeah, watch it. It's a nice ode to the, like you said, the 80s and the 90s. And you have wrestlers, just like we were talking with XFL, guys who don't have homes necessarily on other, like WWE, they're going to give all these XFL guys second chances, but none of these wrestlers, like Mr. Anderson, the Pope, uh, James Storm, James Storm, Eli Drake, Eli Drake, Dunny, yeah. Nick Aldis, who got screwed over in TNA. A lot of he guys. He was Magnus in yeah. TNA. A lot uh, of guys. You, just, you see, even the Briscoes. Yeah. Know, they're there. You know, Ring of Honor didn't want to renew their contracts. They said, fuck it. I thought they did, though. And then all of a sudden, they show up on power. They're, it's like per diem. Shit's weird. Shit's weird how but people are doing that's, contracts. But I think, we're, I think we're at a good place now with the wrestling 
industry to where guys are signing contracts like that because years ago we well, were, all it boils down to nobody cares about having a guy in a contract people were locked they, down and you were always they in, care about being responsible for them getting hurt yeah like of course you can't go fuck a wrestler for somebody else because if you get hurt with them we have to pay you while you're getting but hurt these guys are if doing, you make the contract to where the guy gets hurt working for another company the other company has to pay him these guys are doing uh, these these shows and these you know different promotions because one if you're wrestling like four days a week, that's a lot. Three or four days a week, that's tough on the body. These guys, especially in AEW, uh, PWG, these guys are wrestling like once or twice a week, most of them. Um, and, unless they do another promotion. Right, unless they do another promotion. Um, I know MJF wrestles like or has to appear somewhere twice a week. He's almost done with the other company. Yeah, almost. Um, but... I mean, Everything's coming to February. As far as AEW goes, there's a lot of guys who have contracts with other people. Yeah. As soon as they're over, uh, Hager will be able to wrestle. Uh, He's got the Bellator fight coming up. Who were we just talking about? What's the other one? MJF. MJF. I think Jimmy Havoc, too. And then there's also rumors that Jimmy Havoc has been cut. I heard he's suspended or fired or something. Apparently, he went out of Excalibur. That's what I heard. They were all out, they were like out drinking or something. And yeah, and Excalibur put him in a sleeper hold. Yeah, because he had to. Because yeah. he went unruly and shit. But like, I don't know. Uh, I'm probably switching over right to AEW. I'm digging everything they're doing. Uh, Nightmare Collective. I think they could have given it another shot, but I guess with Kong's injury and everything else, they're they're cutting that completely. Yeah. Brandy Rhodes came out during. What was very, I wouldn't say hard to watch. I think it was right on the line of what was too hard to watch and too not what, but Cody being whipped while he was being given his ten lashes from MJF. Everybody came out for him, including his wife, not in her Nightmare Collective persona, and he kissed her hand. So it seems like she's not crazy no more. Um, but that whole story arc is amazing. Mm-hmm. Getting ready to put MJF over. Rumors of a fan attacking MJF, but that debunked because that was actually Kazarian running his own storyline on the side because he felt necessary for somebody to attack him up there. And in AEW, they let you do stuff with the storyline, so nobody's really yelling at him or anything like that. They're, from what I understand, he's, if nothing, being commended. Yeah. Like, thank you for trying to put more effort into the product, and we're going to, we'll use that. Wrestlers, we'll use that are, wrestlers are figuring out, figuring out holes. Yeah, and plugging them in, which is good. You want guys. You to don't hear f- about that in, pr- in promotions. No, because never does anybody get. Nobody wants any of their feedback nowadays. It's you hear wrestlers tell stories about like how they figure out how the match was going to go with other guys in the back, or they figure it out in the ring. Nowadays, it's you do exactly what you're told, what was scripted, and you have this much time and this and the other thing. Don't you dare go off this, and it's, it makes everybody all paranoid. That's why Jericho has been taught. Chris Jericho has been seen talking with uh, EC3, saying look out for him in his big future. Have you seen those posts? Yeah. So we're going to hopefully get EC3. People talking about what would it be like to see EC3 and MJF together. I personally would rather see them against each other. Two assholes burning down the whole fucking show. But wouldn't that be a great faction? Would it? I, I think so. If they ran it, like, remember Bobby Roode and Austin Aries as a tag team? Yeah. Where they were each, like, outdoing each other, like, I'm the best, I'm the best. 
the the faction that run M- that shit like that, and I would be about it. The faction that MJF has in MLW, with as the dynasty with Rich Hadvance and uh, um, so Al- run that with Alexander him. Hammerstone. Give him like a four man, three to four man faction in AEW on some rich guy shit. EC3 already has the whole I got money because my pedigree, you know, the pedigree. Uh, Warlow is is pedigree by association, but he's the brute. Yeah, uh, MJF has the money. You know, he's from the Hamptons, New York. Bring in a fourth guy that flaunts that money shit, and because MJF kind of reminds me of a modern day Ted DiBiase with a little bit of. Uh, they would need to bring in a tag team. If they brought in a tag team with them, that'd be great. That's what I'm saying. Somebody's got party. Somebody money around. Somebody's got it. Yeah, but. It's nigga rich. Oh, you don't think it would work because he's black? Yeah. Playing that. Gin and juice. I don't see MJF drinking gin and juice. Because it's a private party and you are not invited. But bring somebody to ta- <laughs> bring somebody in the tag team with Wardlow. EC3 stands off as Russell by himself. MJF is the champ. That's my work. prediction. I dig it. I would dig another faction. I like factions. Uh, Inner Circle doing their thing. Gonna come with an eye for an eye match next week after Moxley stabbing Santana in the eye with the keys. Uh, I mean, he was fighting Ortiz. He should have just stabbed Ortiz in the eye. It would have made more sense. But Santana getting involved. Um, Yeah, I don't know. That whole... There were some good matches on the show, but I think the whole show really came down to the... I don't know how to say it. About that strap situation. With Daniel Bryan and... Uh, no, 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 that was... That, that's just a rip-off thing. I talked oh, about just that the Cody before. and MJF the situation. Cody Rhodes, MJF thing. Like, it was... We had our problem with somebody disagreeing with us a little bit. And I, my opinion still remains that they were just doing trollish shit. And didn't want to just see it was for a while. I never said that what Cody Rhodes did was any better... Or more deserving of praise than anybody else on independent circuits, televised circuits, or otherwise. But what Cody Rhodes did as an EVP of a company to where he could sit back and have somebody else take the welts or do it some other way or do it to where they don't take as real of hits. I don't care who you are. Getting slapped with a fucking leather belt like that fucking hurts. Yeah. Like, I'm not about that. That's not... Like, that's... (laughs) Not for me. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And it was done well. A lot of people saying too brutal. Some people saying so over the top that it wasn't realistic. It was real. Dude was getting hit with fucking belt. And his yeah, brother those, comes those out. Mark, those marks on his back were, were real. His yeah, brother that, comes that out legit. and wants to take the fucking shots for him. That's not how this works. His two friends from the elite come out. Oh, they can't help you. His wife holding her hand, like I said earlier and everything, like trying to bite it and get through it. Wardlow taking a shot. Kazarian at the end even ends of the whole fun thing. I love all of it. As far as wrestling and theatrics, and that's what we want. We want to feel invested. We want to have something behind it. And everything they were doing is doing that. Giving us that. Nia Rose and Riho on the table. And Pac saying it was going to be him, but oh, I'm not going to put Rio through a table. And gets his fucking mat. That's another thing we didn't talk about. Fucking Pac, Omega, 30-man Iron Man match in two weeks. 30-man 30 minute Iron Man match, but 30 man Iron Man. <laughs> That'd be crazy. 30 dudes beating the shit out of each other for 30 minutes. Woo! That's an idea. Patent pending. Patent pending. 30 man, last man standing room. That'd be nuts. That'd be nuts. 
Guys, guys are eliminated by knockouts. <laughs> I say Omega loses. To Pac, right? That'd be the smart thing to do. I say Paige fucks him up. Tries to help him. Doesn't. Because of the whole alcohol thing. Paige having his beer taken away by the Young Bucks. And then somehow, whoever slipped him the pitcher underneath the shot. And then he just comes up with the pitcher and starts sipping out of that shit. Brilliant. I love the whole... I hope they give Adam Page more of a mouthpiece to talk with. And I hope he becomes like a new modern day Stone Cold. Because he kind of reminds me of the swagger of Stone Cold now. And then the whole beer drinking. You know, like, don't be fucking dumping beer all over yourself. But just be... Drinking it. Like, if you're going to... I feel like if his whole mantra is cowboy shit, let him do cowboy shit. Yeah. Let, let him be it. that... Let him be who James Storm could have been. <laughs> you know, There's some talk about the news being a little much and everything like that. But yeah, that's just the Hank. That's come on. You got to. I think if you look at the news, I'm black. You got to. You look at. You like, got to separate that. I, I wasn't. I'm not offended when I see Hangman Page come on with the news. His nickname is the Hangman. Back then, they used to execute people by hanging everybody. There wasn't electric chair. You got hung. There wasn't electric chairs. That shit, that's cowboy it's shit. Not, it's not, it's associated with, yeah. this, with, with... If Hangman Adam Page's character came from the 1940s and he was carrying around a noose, totally different right. story. But because it comes from the 1860s... He's a cowboy. He's a cowboy. He's a cowboy-themed that's character. That's what it is, man. But the fact that he comes out down the ramp in like Levi jeans and fucking flannels and shit with a pitcher of beer... With a strut. Yeah, with a strut. He comes with the strut. Right, cowboy boots. Hold fucking, my beer. Like, and his moves are all like... Did you see the AEW Dark where it showed the inside of his head when he came out for that part? He's coming out with the beer and he's just like, oh man, I, I gotta go help Henny or help Kenny and da 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 da. Goes in the ring and then he's like, like hold my beer. Hold my beer. Oh, yeah, like, Matt Jackson. Screaming yeah, yeah. it to Matt Jackson and it's like, oh shit, does his move real quick. Takes it back. Like, Does the I hope shot. everybody liked me in the and way that I did everything. <laughs> are they changing his finisher to the buckshot lariat now? Or I would they... say that's his finisher. I mean, I still love the dead eye. That's I a like sick it better, move. but it seems to be he only uses that in singles matches. Yeah. But he doesn't wrestle singles matches. He's But they're going to lose the tag titles to the uh, Young Bucks. I figure that's how it will go down. No? Or do they lose it back to SCU this week? I say that's definitely not happening because of the Dark Order. They should put the belts on Private Party. No. Next people to get the belt is a substan- it's a tag team. It's a real, it's a sustainable tag team. I'm not saying they're not sustainable, but they're not. How long have they been around? What does that matter? The people that get the belts next should be people. It go SCU with a long ball. Okay, we're going to be the first ever tag that's team. That's like when the Hardys came out. Why, the did they, one, why did they get the belts so soon? Because they're awesome. The Hardy Boys? They didn't get the tag team belts for like three years after they got there. Dude, as soon as they got there with Gang Grell and shit, and they were part of the new brood, they had the, they got the belts fairly quickly. They When they were the new brood, they were already tag team champs before that. Yeah, but I'm saying, though, like... I'm just saying, well, you're saying your timetable is a little messed up. No, I'm almost positive they got the tag team belts. That the was not the first time. When they were with the new... When they, became, when they came with Gang Grell and they were both wearing the mesh shirts. I was just watching the pay-per-view like a week ago. I There's remember. no way that was the first I'll time. I'll have to find it. It's one... I'm not arguing that they became tag team champions when they were... But we're getting off tangent here. We're yeah. totally getting off tangent. Uh, what's coming up this week, then? Anything big? 
We have the Super Showdown. We have coming. the cage match, Wardlow and Cody. Wardlow and Cody is going to be nuts. If anybody hasn't seen Wardlow wrestle, check out his matches online. And get ready for a show in a cage. Yeah. If Cody took that shit on his back last week, imagine the bumps he's going to take in this cage. Because not only is it a cage match between him and Wardlow, this is the first ever AEW cage match. Yeah. So we're going to see... What Cody do you think they're going to do in the cage? People are saying classic, you know, steel looking, whatever, but I think they're going to have it like kind of a different color. I feel... I don't know. I'm red. Saying, I'm feeling red. I was thinking, but not red. a hard red. I was thinking soft red. red. I was thinking red, but I'm feeling like if they're trying to go for like the whole like early like WCW look or early like '90s look. Remember the old school blue steel blue? Thing? Yeah, I think that'd be cool. See, that's what I'm picturing, but I'm picturing a red of that. Does that make sense? I was picturing a red too. I'm picturing that same cage that you're talking about, but I'm picturing red because red works better with their aesthetics. Yeah. But I could be totally wrong. They can go green. It could be a light green. Who knows? I'm, I'm excited to see. I'm definitely pumped to see the match. Yeah. But whatever happens, you know MJF is going to try and fuck shit up. Because of the cons- is it just that he has to have the match? Or he has to win the match? He just has to have the match. So Wardlow could totally fuck him up. Wardlow could fuck him up and walk out of the cage and get, uh, get disqualified. But we don't know that either. We don't know what the stipulations are in a cage match for AEW. It could still be... Pan or submission only. There could be no escape from the cage. Or if there is escape from the cage, there may not be a door. It may only be from the top. I have no idea. I'm pumped. We'll see. It's half of it is that it's new and that it's different. And it's always going to be... They're they're trying to figure out what we want, same as we are. And that's why it's exciting. Mm -hmm. But anybody, this could be misconstrued as me just dick riding. But again, I have always been excited about AEW since it's been talked about. But it's still the better product as far as anything. They keep winning in the ratings every goddamn week. Yeah, we've been going for a while now. But if it's still going in the ratings, obviously, it's what people want to see. Yeah, almost a million views last week. And they're going to break that this week for sure. Oh, the Uh, cage match is going to get a lot of views. The cage match will get it. And Uh, please, if y'all ain't seen Warlow, man, watch that this man, you're going to see this man, I mean, he's doing Heracaranas. I mean, he's doing cruiserweight shit at his size. Don't let that suit and shit fool you. No, he's, that's a big dude. Yeah. He's doing, Wardlow is what they want Roman Reigns to be. How's that for? That's a good. How's that for, if if Roman Reigns could turn out from a fucking Play-Doh machine and come out the way they really want him to be, is Wardlow. Oh, yeah. That's but, a good assessment. Uh, until next time, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out, check out the page and see when we're coming with, uh, coming at you with the off season. Um, and we got, we just got the heads up. So we're getting the wrap it up sign from the digital world. <laughs> uh, so until next time, it's Sean Mulcahy. Duval Branch. And we'll see you then. Be easy guys. Look out for the off season. Please.